Today I talk with my friend Jean Nolan. Jean is a wife to John and a mom to Eva and a woman who loves Jesus with her whole being. And she loves to laugh a lot. We could hardly get through the interview for all the laughing, but the truths that she poured out from God's Word were worth the effort. I hope you enjoy. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, okay. Yes, you are hilarious and you love to talk about Jesus. So I am so glad that you're here. (laughs) Tell me how you met Jesus. Like, where did that relationship start? Talk to me about that. I first thought I knew Jesus growing up um, as a kid. And so I had actually grown up in homes with church. And so I knew about God. And I actually thought that I was a really good Christian. So my whole life. And I did have a terrible childhood, which I won't go into too much of that here, Mm -hmm. but had a lot of anger and bitterness growing up and didn't realize it until many years later. Mm. But initially, I just really thought that because I went to church and was surrounded by people that called themselves believers that I was also a believer. Yeah. So that's how I grew up. And then it wasn't until I was 17 that I went to a Bible study because I had a crush on a boy. Okay. So I thought he was cute. So I thought I'm going to (laughs) go to this Bible study and maybe he'll talk to me. That is so funny. (laughs) Which just shows none of us go to the gospel for the right reasons. (laughs) What a great point. And so I went there and uh, the speaker, his name was Chris Beasley. Mm -hmm. He said that to follow God meant that he is your Lord and master of your life. And I'd never heard that before. And he talked about Romans 12, one about not following the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And it was the first time that I heard the gospel and I wanted to know more and I had questions. Um. So I went home that night and I opened my Bible for the first time on my own. Mm. And it said, you need milk, not solid food. And I Mm. remember thinking, that's, this isn't right. (laughs) I'm already on solid food. I don't need milk. And I was actually really offended. (laughs) And uh, just that first experience with Christ was Mm -hmm. very humbling. And he just showed me that I was very prideful and Mm. that what I thought was wrong. Um, And so the guy that was speaking, his sister, Amber, started to disciple me. Wow. And I had no idea what she would say. Yeah. Um, she would talk about Jesus and my eyes would glaze over. Yeah. And I would just hope that she wouldn't ask me any questions. Okay. <laughs> because I wouldn't know how to respond because I didn't know who Jesus was. And all I knew is that I wanted to be around her more and I wanted to hear more. Mm. And so I just wanted to encourage everyone that's discipling others that to not give up because the seeds that were planted in me, they yeah. took years oh, wow. to bear fruit. And right. so you just, we don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. or when that fruit will come. And so I'm glad that she didn't give up on me. Absolutely. And so it's just really neat and a great experience with her just hearing about him mm-hmm. and that it was so personal to her and it wasn't like a sermon or anything like that it was just she would just hang out and tell me what Jesus was showing her it was really neat that is amazing what a gift what a gift so did you pursue um after that night and after opening up the bible is that when like you you entered into a relationship with the Lord or was it after you had been yes it was it was a process because then I completely just fell off the deep end in college okay and Every sin, really, like I was living in detestable idolatry. You know, Mm. it says we all lived among them at one time. Like I definitely did. Okay. um, To the fullest extent. Yeah. And the sad part was, is like, I knew that what I was doing was wrong, but it was years and I couldn't stop it. Like I would think, okay, I'm going to stop doing this sin. Mm -hmm. There were so many, but I would like focus on one and say, I'm not going to do it anymore. And I kept doing it like over and over again. 
And so it wasn't until I was 24 um, okay. and I was in my living room. It was like over 10 years ago. Yeah. And God told me that I was lukewarm. Mm. And he's like, Jean, you are not hot and you're not cold. I would rather you just be cold. Yeah. <laughs> you're lukewarm and I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. Mm. And so I was very humbled by the experience. Um, and I think I have shared this before and I think it ruffles a lot of feathers. Mm-hmm. Like a compassionate God wouldn't tell you that he's going to vomit you out of your mouth. Mm. (laughs) But I don't believe that. I think that that was his compassion and his mercy because I would have continued to walk in sin and to walk to death. Yeah. And he saved me from that. And it was that night that I realized I really am a sinner. Yeah. (laughs) And no matter how hard I try, I can't climb out of this hole by myself. And so that day going forward, I was able to stop all those sins I was doing because Mm. he gives us divine power to say no to ungodliness. And that's when I knew he was real because I had tried on my own for so many years to stop. And finally I was able to, and I thought, this is not me. Absolutely, (laughs) It's him. And that was the turning point for me when I knew I'm a sinner and I need him and I'm desperate for him. And I think every encounter after that, even until now, has just Mm -hmm. been this daily battle of test and know my thoughts and see if there's Mm -hmm. anything offensive in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Yes. And there's a lot of offensive ways in me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm always surprised. (laughs) I go to him and I'm always complaining about something (laughs) and whining about something (laughs) or telling him how somebody wronged me and I'm really angry about it. Yes. And he's always redirecting me to truth. Wow. Um, It says that he trains my hands for war and fingers for battle. And Mm. that's just been really true for me because those little things that I don't think matter are little pinky fingers. He has to train those. Every emotion and every thought that comes naturally to me is actually very sinful Mm -hmm. and very ungrateful. And so he's constantly leading me back to truth because that's his character. Yes. And so I'm just very thankful that he was so blunt with me. Mm -hmm. He was. (laughs) And that you listened. You read those. I mean, it quickened your heart and you followed him. You followed after him. And I feel, I mean, you just, I love talking to you because you just are just pouring out truth and pouring out his word. Mm -hmm. And so at 24, I'm guessing you just started digging in into what his word says. Yes. Like talk to me about that. You know, you grew up in a certain, um, in a certain way, more, I mean, checking the boxes, it sounds like. Yes. Um, Legalism and, you know, trying to play by the rules. But then realizing that that's not, it's about so much more. Yeah, (laughs) You know, it's about a heart change, not just behavior modification. Yes. And so. Which was impossible at that time. It's absolutely impossible in our own strength. Yes. Absolutely. So I love that you brought that up. And, um, you know, I think sometimes people come to the Lord and um, don't receive that discipleship Mm. that you talk about. Mm. Don't get into his word they neglect that part of Mm. it so talk to me about like the importance of being in his word and knowing his word by heart and hiding his Mm. word in your heart um that you're not sinning against him as it says and so what what did that look like in the beginning yeah what does it look like now and how how are you this knowledgeable about god's word i am not (laughs) full of god's word maybe i should say a sheep gone astray always thinking that there's no pasture when it's there I'd say that it started from that day forward, just reading and wanting to know. So I, I thought that I knew who God was. So I kept having to, I kept praying, 
God, I want to know who scripture says you are and not who I think you are. Mm. And all of wow. the questions that I have for him, yeah. he was faithful to to show me those things. Okay. Like he wasn't withholding anything from us. It says anybody can ask for wisdom yes. and he'll give it to That's them. That's right. And here I was like coming out of just this, the party college life yeah. <laughs> and all of these things, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And He's will give it to you if you ask. And so constantly asking, there are so many questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so really it just started with just asking him yeah. questions. Like it says, your will be done on earth that is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Like what is your will in heaven? What's going on up there? Okay. Like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> so That's right. Constantly just asking him, please show me. Yep. And a lot of it too was just whining like that's just who i've been for forever <laughs> and so i would always have a problem that, okay. that's still who i am today <laughs> like, new day new problems oh my goodness. So, <laughs> just coming to him yeah. and telling him what my problem was okay. whether it was i was really angry at someone or i didn't feel like something that was happening to me was fair uh really just a lot of pity parties and things mm-hmm. of that nature just telling him everything yep and in his faithfulness and his character, he was always faithful to show me his word and what's true. And mm-hmm. so I would definitely say to anyone, even just starting out, is yes. that the reason why the Bible is so important isn't because of, you know, I know that there's the whole Bible thumping community. It's, it's not that. Right. It's because we have no defense if we don't have that, mm-hmm. because Satan will take his arrows That's right. and fling them at us mm-hmm. and they're not just arrows, they're flaming arrows. He mm-hmm. sets them on fire. That's that's mm-hmm. even worse. <laughs> Absolutely. Fiery, <laughs> flaming yes, arrows. Yes, that's bad. And painful. That's right. And if we have no defense on that, it, it's going to burn us up and mm-hmm. tear us apart. And so it is very important to me because every day is a new battle yeah. that we're constantly seeking. What what do you think about this, God? What what is truth? Because mm-hmm. what I know isn't true. Everything that comes naturally to me is very sinful. Mm-hmm. And more, I am more sinful than I can imagine, mm. but he is more gracious than I can imagine. Right. And so just coming to him constantly to me has just, it's everything. Because if I don't do that, then I get stuck inside the lies. Yeah. And very quickly, the, the seeds, you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> and so there's always seeds that I'm tempted with. Right. And so I just think that not just knowing his word, but asking him, please show me what you think. Um, please show me um, just just telling him everything that I'm feeling even mm-hmm. and just being very open about it, even the bad stuff. Yes. And he's faithful to change us, to train our emotions, to follow what his word says. Absolutely. So do you feel like it was, it? Well, like you said, it was those seeds that your mentor had planted, the one who discipled you? Um mm. Is that what caused you so quickly to run to his word and realize that it is a relationship? So um, were you pulling on what she had taught you in the in the message of her life and how she had that relationship with God? I definitely think there was a lot of different seeds, but yes, definitely that. And I think that just her and even just growing up, there was like a pastor's wife that came mm-hmm. alongside and and taught me some scripture, even though I wasn't interested, honestly, yeah. at the time, yeah. all of those things started making sense. Okay, And so it, it was a combination of people yeah. and um, God planting those seeds and allowing them to grow yeah. and softening my heart. Cause I really think my heart was very hard before mm-hmm. and I didn't want to see it. So I was very hypocritical about mm-hmm. my faith. And so I really think that it was all of those people and things that have finally, um, 
made me realize how depraved mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord started bearing fruit in your life, which is yes. super encouraging yes. in, you know, ministry to, to know that his word never returns void. Yes. And so we're, we're pouring into people. It will bear fruit. Yes. So that is, that's very encouraging to hear that journey. So from 24 on is when you got serious yes. and, and really that connection with the Lord and that relationship Yes, and he was real, and Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, and he saved me from the life I was living, and even during times where I thought that God isn't listening, or I realized Mm -hmm. even in those times that wasn't true, because it says that land that drinks and the rain often falling on it, well, they'll reap a harvest Mm -hmm. for whom it is sown. It's not even for me, it's for other people, which was also a hard pill to swallow, and it was just very enlightening because I thought, wow, the rain is always falling, Mm -hmm. but it's my choice if I'm going to drink in it or not, Mm. and so that was also very humbling. Every experience I've had with him has just been very humbling Mm -hmm. and showing me that he's always raining on Mm -hmm. us, and it's it's my choice if I want to pursue and seek truth Mm. out from him. Wow. So how did that change your relationships back in? So you went from the college party life, yes. having one life, yes. to all of a sudden being somebody new, a new yes. creation. Yes. And he's pouring into you. And so how did that flow in the world around you? I will say that all of the friends that I had, I, I didn't have them anymore. Okay. And that was that was hard. A lot of them didn't understand. Sure. You know, why don't you want to come out partying with us? I'm yeah. like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Which... To show who I used to be, that was weird for them. Yes. They were like, why? Yeah, because like, you're super fun <laughs> and fun to be around. <laughs> why don't you jump into like, the flood Jean, of dissipation with you? us? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> you know, I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of relationships lost, yes, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a lot of relationships. And even just the way that I view dating yeah. really changed too. And just... Um, realizing that the relationships that I was in were not Mm -hmm. godly and that they could never really love me and I could never really love them because God is love. And Mm -hmm. so without that, there was no concept of love. Like it was all false. And so it had changed everything. Yes. And so I had to start over. Um, And, but he gave me the strength to do it. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) And it was worth it. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, The story where Jesus is being tempted in the desert has been everywhere I turn lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he fought with the word of God. Yes. I mean, he, it is written, it is yes. written, it is written. He was always um, doing battle with that. It's such mm-hmm. a picture for us. And so it is, it is our weapon. And that is what you used. And so that is just so, it's amazing to hear of somebody immediately coming to know the Lord and then just diving in because Mm -hmm. I do think it's rare these days. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, um, I I don't know. It's just amazing. And I love how God took all those seeds that were planted and Mm -hmm. brought them to fruition. That is so encouraging to me. That's beautiful. So um, life has brought its challenges to you. Yes. So... You are super spunky, and nobody would ever know just by looking at you that you have a very large physical battle that you face yes. every single day. So will you just talk about sure. that journey? Yeah, so I had just um, had a lot of pain and, and numbness, and in, it was in 2015, a few months after John and I got married, mm. um, that they ran a lot of tests and found out I had multiple sclerosis. Mm. 
And so that was really hard, uh, not just the pain, but I was realizing that the longer that I face a battle, the more my faith is tested mm. and refined, that it gets harder for me. And mm. so it didn't get easier. Mm-hmm. And I just remember my second treatment of interferon and I was just laying there and, you know, you get the fever and the chills and the nausea. And I was not thankful at all. Yeah, <laughs> I remember just saying, God, I think you want me to suffer. Mm. And he was so quick and so faithful to let me know, Gene, if I wanted you to know to suffer, heaven would be a place of suffering and it's Mm -hmm. not, Mm -mm. it's perfect and there's no suffering and no pain. And that's my end game for you. It's not this. And Mm. he continued to do that over and over because it's really our daily bread because, you know, yesterday, God, you showed me and you changed my perspective on suffering. But today I need you to do it again because I'm thinking the same thoughts I was yesterday Mm -hmm. and you changed my thoughts yesterday and it was so awesome. And then I forgot and here I am again and I'm complaining again because I don't think this is fair. And he's constantly reminding me about that. And Mm -hmm. so I think just going through that and seeing every MRI since then, I haven't had a clean one. Like it's, it keeps repopulating. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's been more and more damage and it's been very discouraging. And so I realized the more that I look in scripture, there's no promise that says we're going to be healthy forever and that our flesh is going to sustain us forever. Um, It says the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. And it's as though outwardly we are wasting away. Inwardly we're being renewed day by day. Mm -hmm. And that's his promise. And it it just reminds me over and over, like just even looking at the scans, my flesh is literally wasting away right now, Mm -hmm. but inwardly he's renewing me day by day. Mm -hmm. And it's just been the most encouraging thing from him to see that and to know that our bodies are so temporary. And it says that we're it's an earthly tent. And mm-hmm. we know that if the earthly tent is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal building. And just realizing, you know, every time I've gone camping as a kid, I hated it. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that are listening that like to camp and sleep on rocks, I don't understand. <laughs> <You're> crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> and so every time I'm in camping, I thought I couldn't wait to get back into my bed. Like, sure. this is awful. And so, and it made me look forward to that. And so yeah. that's how I feel what the disease has done for me is this is an earthly tent and mm-hmm. I can't wait to be in a body that won't suffer anymore. <laughs> yes. And he's just been very faithful again and again and compassionate to show me truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he is our treasure in our jar of clay and mm-hmm. it's hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're not destroyed. And he gives us the power to do that. And mm-hmm. I, I've been thinking a lot about how uh, Paul is praying and to give us power to grasp how wide and how deep is the love of Christ yeah. and how power translates to strength enough Give us strength enough to understand your love. And that makes so much sense to me because even understanding his love and the pain that he allows us to have, it takes a lot of strength that we don't have because it doesn't make sense. Mm -mm. Like pain just doesn't make sense to me at all. Mm -mm. (laughs) And so I've really just been challenged by him over and over to keep on pressing on Mm -hmm. every single day. Um, to tell him everything I'm thinking Mm -hmm. and feeling. And it's, it's usually really terrible. Yeah. And he changes that. And that's, that's just what he does over and over. And I just can't, if I imagine what I would be with MS and all of these things without Christ, it was, it's, it's a very devastating picture. And so I'm just very thankful that he calls the things that are not as though they were in the lowly things (laughs) 
everything that I am has been able to to give us wisdom in Mm -hmm. him to follow what is true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Focusing on the truth of his word. It is our only hope. And man, I love what you said. It is our daily bread. Mm. We have to have it every Mm -hmm. single day um, and live like Matthew 6 talks about one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Like, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't, you know, dwell on those things. Let's get through this day. Yes. And so, man, that is so powerful, Jean. It's so powerful. And it's so um, amazing to see you and experience a little bit, the little bit of life that I get to experience with you um, and just see that God is doing something truly amazing. So, man, I just am so inspired by your story and your life and how you focus on the Lord. And it's what we have to do to encourage each other daily because we are all all of us, whether we have cancer, MS, whatever it is, we will all um, come to an end on this earth. Yes. And so focusing on him is, it is our only hope, Mm -hmm. truly. So, man, that is, it's powerful. Um, How are you feeling today? How's today been? Is it just a day by day? Are you? It's it's been hard uh, physically. Like I just have a lot of. I won't go into details about yeah, all the things sure. that are wrong, but it yeah. it is hard to sometimes just even showering. You know, like I can't. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. But Eva helps me to keep her going. smile. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of can't help it. She's the energizer bunny. So she <laughs> is. You have so much to keep up with, and her yes. and chasing her around and doing your dance parties. Yes. What do you want her to know about the Lord? Like, what is your desire for oh, her? Goodness. I want her to, she's going to grow up in the world like we all did. Uh, my deepest desire is that she's able to tune out everything else except what's true. And to know that the path is wide that leads to destruction and it's going to be very easy. Mm-hmm. And I've walked it mm-hmm. for a long time and it was easy. Mm-hmm. But the path is narrow that leads to life. And I just pray over and over that she finds that path. And, yeah. you know, it really means hard press. Like it's literally like a picture, like in the movies and the mazes and they're like trying to get through and mm-hmm. it's terrifying and claustrophobic. Yep. <laughs> Not that that's <laughs> exactly what it's like. But, but it is so, very similar. Yes, it is so hard. <laughs> it is not easy. No. And so I want her to to know that, to know all of it going in, you know, to count the cost before and the cost is everything. It's your life. And to know all of it, it's not just, it's not nowadays, it's not popular, but it's not about what anyone else says or does or what you hear. But my desire is please have the wisdom to discern truth and falsehood Mm -hmm. because nowadays, especially it's only going to get worse as she gets older to discern those things and to walk that line and to be on the narrow path. That's so hard. And so I pray that she has strength enough to grasp his love, no matter what happens to her, that she will have that and know him deeply Mm -hmm. and know that he is, his love is so big and more than we can imagine over her. Mm -hmm. And so I, I pray that she will know, come to know his love that he will grant her repentance, leading her to a knowledge of truth. Mm-hmm. And because that's the only thing that gives me joy every day is, is mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Because there's so many other things that don't give me joy. So many. <laughs> so, <laughs> <yes>. so many. <laughs> yeah. It far outweighs 
his joy, his peace far yes. outweighs yes. anything. And it's, it's crazy, Jean, that, I mean, it is truly that um, peace that passes understanding. Mm-hmm. You can't explain it to yes. somebody completely unless you have walked it. And you know that I shouldn't be okay. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be, <laughs> you know, functioning like I am. Yes. But it's his, his presence and his peace. Yes. And, um, yeah, and it definitely exudes from you mm-hmm. for sure. So I know that Eva, I mean, she's got the best example in that and I know it's a struggle girl and I'm thankful that you're saying that it's a struggle because it truly is it's not something that comes naturally to us still Mm -mm. after knowing him so long and walking with him so long it still takes us back to being with him and intentional about being with him in the word and learning every single day yes and being in his presence so Talk to me about what your time with him looks like. I know that's a a special thing for you, but what does it look like to be with him and to wrestle things out with the Lord? Like, yes, I mean, I know you just talk to him all the time and say those things, but you know, what does it look like for you to study in his word? Yeah. So I, I do it in a way that's very not um, focused, I guess, as far as like not having a Bible study. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very much just me talking to him Mm -hmm. and telling him, realizing there's a lot of things maybe that I've harbored that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so it could be anything. It's usually a lot of small things that I didn't know I was kind of just dwelling over and chewing on. Yeah. And even now I still chew on things that I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, really it's hard just, to let some things go. Yeah, I know. Like, I have a problem with forgiveness. <laughs> so just constantly telling God yeah. and everything. Yeah. And even now, it's funny because it's still surprising. Mm-hmm. He doesn't come back and be like, okay, well, I will smite them. Like, he's never done that, which I, I still expect. You keep asking yeah. him, and it's just not happening. Instead, he shows me there's actually a problem of pride in me again. Mm-hmm. And so it happens again and again. It's yeah. constant. Yeah. That it's just constant conviction, really. Yeah. And so, and that's been really um a weight lifted because yeah. I, I've been dwelling on all these things and he shows me like, actually, actually it's you, Jean. Mm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. This is where you're not, you're not being obedient to yeah. my word and yeah. to keep in step with him. Yeah. And so really just what it looks like is talking to him about everything yeah. and just, and I don't really, I'm a little bit more, I'm not strategic about where I read in the Bible. Yeah. So it's very much just, I open it yeah. and then I start reading and I just really want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Honestly, I'm always in a state of desperation. Mm. And I think that really helps because so I key. see <laughs> I'm a desperate soul. <laughs> That's so key. Were you that way before MS? Yes. Okay. Very much so. Okay. Um, and so, and now definitely because just every day is just hard. Yes. And so just really just wanting to hear from him. Right. like. Talk to me, please. It says, Man. I will run in the path of your commands when you enlarge my heart. And so mm. I think just recently it's been about, please enlarge my heart so I can run in the path of your commands. Because yeah. my heart has a tendency to close. Yeah. And little little by little, it wants to to retreat mm-hmm. into back into its flesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. just praying that over and over. And he's faithful and just to answer our prayers. Yes, he is. And, and show us things that we don't know. Right. And um, just... I, think I just feel very blessed by him in the trials mm-hmm. and the troubles. Uh, it says that, you know, our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us a greater mm. glory that far outweighs them all. That's right. And 
you know, I remember reading that and being like, this is not light or momentary. Like, right. What are you talking about? It doesn't like, feel this that is way. not, I, I think this is a typo. Yes. <laughs> so. Right. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have totally felt that way. And it just reminded me, of, I saw a picture of Shaquille O'Neal. Sorry, I'm not into sports. Yeah. So I might be mispronouncing. No, and you're he right. Was, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> he was taking a picture with another basketball player. And I looked at John and I was like, how does that guy with Shaq play basketball? He's so short. Yeah. Like, how did he make the cut? Isn't there a requirement? John's like, no, Shaq's just really, really He's, big. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, it changed my perspective. I was like, oh, well, he looks so tiny. He looked my size. Yes. So. Oh, yeah. And so I realized, like, wow, our suffering and our trial are not light or momentary. They're actually really big. But what's coming is going to dwarf that. Like, yes. what's coming is going to be so huge. It's going to make this just just nothing. That's right. And so he's constantly challenging our faith to set our hope fully yeah. on the grace to be given to us when That's Jesus right. Christ is revealed, to yep. set our hope fully on that because that day's coming. Mm -hmm. And we don't have that yet. So that's what right. makes it very difficult. That's right. <laughs> But he on. keeps showing me to that's where you set your hope fully on on that. That's, that's right. coming and it's coming soon. Mm -hmm. And so he just reminds me of that constantly. And I needed that. Yes. To be, I need to be reminded of that all the time. Mm -hmm. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have to speak it to each other yes. so much and say, remember, this is not forever. Yes. Eternity is forever. Yes. Eternity with him is forever. And yeah, I man, that is such a good word, Jean. Yes. So good. What, um, so I asked you to come with this one thing I know. So what is your one thing? I think, again, just going back to having strength enough to understand his love. Um, I think that has been something he's still showing me now. And that's been recent is that it takes strength and power to understand his love. And that power is the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Wow. And so it's a huge power I can't even imagine yeah. and that he is bigger than anything I can imagine. It says that his glory goes beyond the heavens. Like mm -hmm. I always think of God in heaven. Mm -hmm. His glory exceeds that. And it just blows my mind. Cause like, I yes. can't even literally, I can't even imagine what that is right. or what that means. Right. And so it, it has no limit. It has no bounds. It says to all perfection, I see a limit, but your word has no bounds. And so that's just something he's been showing me now is that his word has no bounds mm -hmm. and it has divine power to demolish strongholds. Mm -hmm. So any sin or whatever it is, and I've walked almost all of them, <laughs> he has the power to demolish those yes. things, annihilate them. Right. And so that's just been the most encouraging thing to me is yep. that he is the only one that has power to to do that. That's right. So. And that strength that you talk about goes back to the second Corinthians four, where it says his strength is made perfect in weakness. Mm, yes. And it's such a beautiful display of your body being weak, mm. your, your circumstances, you're unable to really, you know, do anything about it. Mm. Um, it's out of your control, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but that's where his strength shines through. That is where his strength is made perfect. And it's true. It's it's a beautiful thing to behold, Jean. It's it's supernatural. And I I don't know that you can see it, but other people can see it and be amazed that um, that our God and the power that He He gives us when we empty ourselves of ourselves. Mm. And I think what you said was key, desperation. 
that we are desperately clinging to him and saying, God, I have to hear you today. I cannot make it through today without hearing you. And he never fails. He never fails. If you'd like to know more about the Grigg family or other ministries of Vertical Community Church, visit verticalnwa.org.